Welcome to the Live Mind Podcast, Season 1. And now, your host, the dude himself, Bloke Joe. Hey guys, that uh, that wasn't me. That's the intro to this podcast. I hope you like it. I paid a lot for it. So, uh, moving on now to uh, housekeeping. I guess that's the next thing you do, right? In, in a podcast episode, housekeeping. So, for the housekeeping section, uh, well, I just have some tips and tricks uh, for keeping a tidy uh, home desk. So, if you work from home, uh, which many of us you know, have since the pandemic, I personally worked from home earlier than that. Not a big deal. But... Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not that kind of podcast. Um, a little too much energy, perhaps. Maybe had too many coffees. I don't know today. I did have two double espressos. I usually just have one double and then a single. Um, I also, uh, my voice is reverberating in a certain way um, in my headphones and it's like tickling my eardrums and uh, creating a strange effect that's making me see like inexplicably giddy. So I apologize for that. It probably is annoying on your end. I, I, I do realize that. So I'm going to try to tone it down a little bit. Um, you know, I come to you today topicless uh, with the raw belief that the universe will supply what is needed at the right time. Hopefully that is correct. And uh, I don't know, I'm just waiting so far. Right now what I see... Oh, so I haven't saved this uh, GarageBand file yet. That seems a little bit risky. Should I pause it and save it? I wonder if I can save it while it's going. I'm going to hit Command-S because I have a Mac. No, that did that did stop it. See... This is like a new little chunk. Um, it's red, and the one before that's blue. And the height of the lines where all the little like reverberations, the, the little heart monitor lines, the height of that line is offset with respect to the previous one, which makes me suspect that there's some tomfoolery afoot. Um, so I'm just continuing here uh, without having these, this track saved. And I'm just going to trust that, you know, there isn't mm, like a massive solar flare that uh, wipes out the motherboard on my computer. Um, but, you know, I mean, you know, those are details that are in my immediate experience and, you know, it might not be all that relevant to you. You're, you, I was going to say, probably, you, you could likely be driving a car. You might be taking a walk. Um, you might be wondering uh, what is that sound, and what it is is my over-dry tongue. So just give me a moment here. Right. Um, what is in your immediate experience? You know what I find interesting about the podcast form, let's call it. I feel like radio, by the way, I, I was just having a little mini debate in my head. Um, for some reason, it doesn't seem to offer this. I'm not quite sure why, and I don't have to 
theorize on that right now. But it is interesting. But with uh, podcasts, it's like you put your earbuds in because, you know, usually, you know, so it's right there on your head. It's part of you. It's in you. You're hearing voices in your head and you're with these people. You're closer, in fact, to them than when, like, you're watching a video. Because if you've ever noticed, if you're watching, like, a YouTube video, even if you're watching a movie, the act of seeing creates a perceived physical separation, right? So you are now situated um, apart from the content. But with audio only, and for some reason, podcasts in particular, and maybe it's just because it's more conducive to long-form, non interrupted although you know there are plenty of exceptions to that but anyway it's just, it's interesting to think about why the medium of audio only feels so intimate because it does it really makes you feel like you are chilling with the people and that's why for me personally I don't like these overproduced podcasts um you know the ones that are infinitely better done than mine uh, no, but just for my personal taste, because that introduces layers of separation. Whereas a podcast that just feels like I'm listening to a, a few people hanging out and having a good time, I also feel like I'm in that room. I'm partaking in it. It's uh, somehow very immediate, even though consciously I know that's not the case. Unconsciously, it still feels that way, and I'm still sort of reaping the benefits of a social interaction, even though I'm not actually having one. Although, you know, you really have to ask yourself what that means, even. Very interesting stuff. Um, anyway, so I'm here. What was I saying now? Uh, that was a tangent off of something else. So I was like, I'm here in your ear. Maybe I'm in your car stereo. But what is around you other than this uh, oral uh, scape? You know, what are you seeing? Are you tired of seeing these things? Do you dislike seeing these things? Are these things that you see every day and so you devalue them? Don't see them as interesting? Want to get away from them? Because, you know, if that's the case, it's... uh, Sorry, but, you know, just I think the law of the universe sort of dictates how lives are going to be. I mean, you know, lives can be very different, of course. But there's always going to be an element of um, recycling, going through cycles, right? That's You see that evident in life so much. And so there's always going to be some repetition. And I think, you know, what we do as humans is we love novelty, which you know, explains how we have branched out as a civilization. Um, and so we tend to devalue the familiar, you know, and, and the problem with that is that if most of the time you're doing something familiar, which is going to be most of the time for anyone, I mean, you know, I guess I could think of rare exceptions, but, you know, for the immense majority of the population of the planet, we are going through familiar cycles. And if we are rejecting these experiences, then we're kind of canceling out a huge portion of our lives as 
uninteresting, not valuable, not fun, not what I want. And if we, in all of that time that that adds up to, are creating the juices of resistance to experience, that is going to take a toll and it's going to put us in a mental groove that is not productive to just being able to enjoy the simple contentment that's available in any moment. Just look out the window, see that rock, and just that act right there is inherently satisfying, you know? The further we get away from that, the more screwed we are. Let me take a a sip, hold on. Ooh, my uh, self-consciousness levels were spiking there. Uh, yeah. So thing is you can key into, there's like this hum. There's like this, you know, constant, constant hum, constant hum doesn't sound very great. (laughs) Ever present hum of I don't know why I'm using the word hum now. I've said it so many times it sounds bizarre and I like suddenly I hate this analogy. So let's ditch it. There is a constant undercurrent, I would say, but it's not truly an undercurrent because it actually is like the kind of wellspring of of self really. But when you are coming from the perspective of, of perspective of an individuated self, Um, and you're sort of inhabiting that angle of seeing things from, and then you start, you know, budging towards a more open, centerless, something more uh, aligned to how actual experience is, then it does feel um, that way. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot the beginning of that sentence, so I, I don't know what point I was driving at. That's sad. But it's true. Um, it's very simple. You know, there's a very simple skill that we can just implement in the briefest of moments, which is just observe. You know, it sounds kind of like a clinical word, so maybe that's not the best word. But just like, well, I, honestly, I can't think of a better one right now. Observe. Just observe for like, two seconds, even if it's just two seconds, observe without, let me add two words to that. So it's a three word combo, y'all. Um, observe without intention, without intention. And if, a, if, if an intention does crop up, let it be, but don't have an intention to stifle that intention kind of thing, you know, just as best, you know, as best as, as best you can, um, observe without intention and the rest will sort of follow, you know, if you're, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I was going to say if you're really interested in that, but it's not about interest. It's about, I guess, readiness. I guess if you're really ready for that, and I don't know, you know, honestly what that looks like. It could look like different things, and I don't know why it happens, and it can probably happen for different reasons. I mean, I guess ultimately it's all of our destiny to 
have a direct encounter with the truth of what we are, but we can't ever not be in alignment with that truth. And that's the paradoxical thing. It's just like this seeming shift in perspective to something that you have actually always been. Here's an analogy, and then maybe I will um, wrap this episode up. Um, I had a dream, and I've since had numerous dreams that are similar to this, where I kind of noticed the same phenomenon. But um, it was about, uh, I don't know, there's, it was some action. It was kind of like a scene from an action movie. I was running from someone, broke into an apartment, was hiding in this closet. And then in that moment, I noticed that there was the character on the one hand who was going through this experience and believing it to be real. And then there was like this partition that this character was neither aware of nor could see over. And then on the other side, there was this, it was like a one-way mirror because on the other side, there was the director pretty much like the screenwriter, you know, the real time screenwriter slash director who could see through the glass at the character. But that character didn't know about the director, which is the funny thing. And I knew about both of them, or maybe I was the director. I don't know. I could just see that, you know? Um, and so that's, uh, <laughs> I've again forgotten the thing that prompted me to talk about this. I mean, certainly I was going to make a parallel to real life with that. Um, my God, that's sad. It's sad. But I'm not going to try to hide that fact. Hopefully, you know, this thing kind of made some sense to you. Um, all right. Well, that was uh, an experiment because I just kind of started in an unstructured way. I still don't know how long I've been recording this because this thing always reverts to counting bars. But let me put uh, time. 14 minutes. That's pretty good. I hope you got value from this. I enjoyed doing it. And um, yeah, I guess I will end it here. So namaste.